2: What is good, everybody? Welcome to a very special Gold Standard Podcast. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero here with you on the first day of 2024. Hope you're having an awesome new year. Hope everybody was safe and healthy last night. And obviously this morning, it is a good morning to be a 49ers fan. I'm going to get to this toxic group of 49ers fans that appear to live in my Twitter mentions and live in... The comments of the live streams, all of that stuff. I want to give everybody a minute to hop in the stream since this was just kind of an impromptu thing. I can't stay too long today uh, because my daughter is sick, but I did want to hop in here uh, because we didn't do the normal show in the afternoon like we usually do. Now, as I mentioned, today should be an awesome day for 49ers fans. And it is an awesome day for 49ers fans. You whooped up on the Commanders. Brock Purdy bounced back in a big way from the four-interception Ravens game. And not only that, you clinch the number one seed because the Eagles are a tire fire and lost to the Cardinals. Today should be an awesome day for the 49ers and all of their fans. And it is for most of them, except for a small group of people who seem to live in my Twitter mentions. And I've been ignoring it all season long because I didn't want to give them the time of day but I'm just tired of seeing it every day in the mentions, particularly after game days. I don't want to spend 2024 20, doing this stuff. And to give you an example of what I'm talking about, I, let me throw a tweet up here on the screen. At Crant Goan, Rob, you need to get punched directly in the face. You are a worm. Okay. I need to get punched directly in the face. Because apparently, I am a worm. That is uh, some of the examples of the things that people are saying. Here's another example. Let me throw it up on the screen. Rob, don't waste time jumping on the Purdy bandwagon after listening to your bs earlier in the year. Now, you might be wondering, what could I have said that would cause some people to react this way? What was the terrible thing? that i tweeted out that caused people to say i should get punched in the face well i'm glad you asked here it is this was the those tweets were in reaction to this when i said brock purdy just turned 24 and came off career saving elbow surgery he just set the niners single season passing yardage record this is an insane story that i hope niners fans can appreciate this is movie script stuff that was the tweet i sent to which somebody said i should get punched in the face i'm a worm I'm there was another tweet that said I'm a disgrace, national disgrace to 49ers fans everywhere. This is the stuff that I tweet, and that's the reactions I get. And I got to tell you, I don't know what's wrong with some people out there, but you guys are unhinged. Okay, you are unhinged and you can sit there and try to pull receipts all you want. First of all, you're wrong. Second of all, none of it justifies the kind of crap and psycho crap that you were saying, not after criticism of Brock Purdy. No, after praise of Brock Purdy. And here's an example of a receipt that people love to pull. I'll throw it up on the screen. I want to, let me see if I can make it a little bigger. So just to make sure you can read it. Because I tweeted something on March 30th of 2023. I said, Purdy isn't special. He's great to have as a backup, but he doesn't have one elite skill. Also, and I can't stress this enough, he's coming off an unprecedented injury to his already weak throwing arm. I tweeted that on March 30th, 2023. Keep in mind, Brock Purdy had five regular season starts at that point and was coming off, as I said, unprecedented surgery to his throwing arm, which as much as 49er fans don't like to admit it, is weak. It's one of the weaker throwing arms in the National Football League. What is it about forty these 49er fans that makes you think that because I said that about Brock Purdy, that number one, I can't cheer for him now. Number two, I can't point out when he plays well. That that's it now. That I'm banned from being a 49er fan. That somehow my fandom is invalidated because I tweeted that about Brock Purdy after five regular season starts. What is it? And not only that, what do you think I have to do to cheer for the team again? Do I have to get down on my knees and grovel and tell you that I'm so sorry for treating that and hurting your feelings? What, what sort of loyalty test do you think I have to pass? Because by the way, let me just tell you, for most of you, I've been a 49er fan way longer than you have. And I have been through the shit, okay? I have been through the crap years of this team. So if anybody has passed the loyalty test, it's me. Okay, maybe some of you hopped in in 2012 and had to deal with a couple of bad years. I've been here since 88. Okay, I've been here through good times. I've been here through bad times. All right. So I don't want to hear about this loyalty test that I somehow have to take. Did I say Brock Purdy was gourmet Nick Mullins? Yes, because guess what? He was last year. He was not as good as he is this year. How do I know that? Because this year he broke the 49ers single season record for passing yardage. Okay. He wasn't doing that last year. He was throwing for 205 yards a game. So the idea that Brock Purdy was doing what he's doing now last year and that anybody that criticized him is a moron is just flat wrong. Okay. So you can think you're pulling receipts on me, but all you're doing is proving I was right. Cause last year he wasn't this good. He's been better this year. That's why the story is so incredible this year, because not only Has he picked up where he left off? He surpassed it. He's got more than 30 touchdown passes. He set the 49ers record. He's better than he was last year with no offseason of throwing. Coming off a surgery that only two other quarterbacks in the history of football had ever had. A surgery that's younger than Venmo, okay? That's where Brock Purdy is. That's why we should be celebrating this. This should be a happy time of year for 49ers fans shouldn't be sitting there yelling at people that doubted him after five starts when by the way we have seen Jimmy Garoppolo have five really good starts in this offense and we have seen Nick Mullins have five really good starts in this offense so you gotta stop man this this pulling of compliments of Brock Purdy and treating them like you can't compliment him because you doubted him after five games and because I doubted him, When they lost three games earlier in the year, when I said, hey, we still have things to learn about Brock Purdy, you know, when he had a whole, what is it? Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 starts in his career in the regular season. Yeah. I said, we still need to know more about him. The shame. Oh my goodness. How could I say such a horrible thing about Brock Purdy? How could I say we need to see more than 11 starts from a player before declaring them the savior of the franchise? What a terrible fan I must be. I'm tired of that, man. I am tired of this garbage from 49er fans that demand absolute loyalty and fealty and piety. Otherwise, you can't cheer for the team. That's not how it works, okay? Here's another example of somebody trying to pull a receipt. He says, remember when you were saying this, maybe next time, shut the F up, especially if you're going to switch your stance. Once you saw that you were wrong, what did I say back in May? That was so terrible. I said, I don't understand the Niner certainty when it comes to Brock Purdy being the guy. How can they know he's the franchise quarterback when he's only started eight games and had more easy throwing windows than anyone not named Jimmy Garoppolo? That's the terrible thing I said. I don't, and it's only with Brock Purdy. It's only with Brock Purdy that this appears. And I don't understand that. All you people that are trying to pull receipts on me about Brock Purdy, have you never criticized a 49ers player ever before in your career? Like you've never done that, right? You've always totally fully supported every 49ers player ever for their whole career. I didn't hear a stadium full of 49ers fans chanting we want car, right? That didn't happen. No, nope, that's none of you guys, though, right? No, none of you were saying that at the stadium. None of you were on your couch saying that at the time. No, right? No, couldn't be you. Never. Because you have absolute loyalty to all 49ers players at all times. And if you don't, you better not say anything nice about the team ever again, because you're a hashtag fake That fun little hashtag. I'm tired of it, man. I am tired of it. And the idea, by the way, that you can't have a stance on somebody based on what we've seen Have that person play more, play better, and then change your opinion based on how they have played, that that's somehow wrong, that you can't do that, that you're not allowed to do that, that you are somehow phony for doing that. Newsflash, man, that's what you're supposed to do. When the facts change, you change your opinion to suit the facts. All the people that you think are Brock Purdy haters that show up every time he has a bad game, those are the people that you should be mad at. Those are the people that aren't changing their initial opinion on Brock Purdy despite a ton of more data, right? Those are the ones you should be mad at. Yet you're mad at me who has done nothing but say Brock Purdy has been great when he's been great and bad when he's been bad? Shades by Shardall says, you criticize the chosen one. Apparently, man, apparently. Waltany101, shout out to you on Twitch, everybody on Twitch. I love you. I love the Twitch audience. You're very loyal and I appreciate it. I think a lot of this comes from the national media and politicians in particular and their acute fear at being wrong and never admitting when they are. Again, my stance is Brock Purdy was not this good last year. He was gourmet Nick Mullins last year. I'm old enough to remember Nick Mullins starting. I'm old enough to remember Jimmy Garoppolo starting fast and looking good in this offense. I remember all of those things. To me, being skeptical of yet another guy doing that, that's the logical thing to do. And guess what? When that guy plays more and plays better and plays better than he ever has, and I say, hey, this guy's played better than he ever has. This guy's played well enough to be the MVP. You're coming at me? You're criticizing me? I don't get it, man. And it's not just criticism. I could take criticism. It's these garbage... Personal attacks. You need to get punched directly in the face. You're a worm. I'm a worm because I dared to question a quarterback on your favorite team. What is wrong with you? What is going on in your life that that is what you do? I'm going to have a call in show. I'm going to have to do a call in show this week. I want you people to call in on the show. Let's talk to me. I want to hear directly from your mouth what is so horrible. Jeff A, it's not switching your stance that's concerning. It's your inability to recognize an unusual talent level in a young quarterback. You recognize that after five games, Jeff, you recognize it. You saw it. Even though the 49ers themselves didn't pick Brock Purdy till the seventh round, you saw it in five games. Did you? Let me ask you, Jeff, did you believe in Jimmy Garoppolo after the five games? Were you saying Jimmy Garoppolo is the man after five games? Or were you saying, well, I don't know. I'd like to see him play a little more before I decide. Because if you thought he was the man after five games, clearly your quarterbacking evaluation skills are not that good, right? Because he was not. In fact, he wasn't even good enough to last a full season without Kyle and He got benched in like eight games. So you either, one, thought Jimmy Garoppolo was the man and you were wrong, so I don't want to hear that garbage. Or two, you wanted to see more data on Jimmy Garoppolo, which is exactly what I said about Brock Purdy. So I don't get it, man. What's your problem? Like, what is the problem? Jerry says, why cry for Trey Lance when he didn't show what Brock showed? Again, and and Trey Lance is tied to this in a weird way. All I ever said about Trey Lance, all I ever said about Trey Lance is that four stars isn't enough to know what a player is in the National Football League, which, by the way, fits right in with my Purdy stance, right? Because what have I said about Brock Purdy? I want to see two years before I decide if he's the franchise quarterback. I want to see more time. I haven't seen enough to decide on a guy. So, of course, I'm going to say that about Trey Lance with four starts. None of that is incongruent. None of that is illogical. None of that doesn't make sense. Sign me two nine. Also watching on Twitch. Shout out. Says you won't hear from those fans probably because they're not real. Jerry says Shanahan saw it. We all saw it except for the haters. Oh, really? Shanahan saw it. If Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo don't get hurt last year, Brock Purdy never sees the light of day. He never sees the light of day. Don't tell me Shanahan saw it. He got thrust upon Kyle Shanahan because everybody else got hurt. So this idea that, that Kyle Shanahan has his great quarterback vision, which by the way, he didn't even scout Brock Purdy. Brian Greasy did. So again, you're just wrong. You're flat wrong. If you think, if you were saying after five games that Brock Purdy is the man, guess what? You were saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is the man. You were saying that Nick Mullins is the man because you would have said that about any 49ers quarterback. Because you're a homer and a bootlicker. That's why you said it. And the fact that you happen to look like right now that you're right about Brock Purdy doesn't make you some sort of scouting genius. It makes you a homer. It makes you a guy that would have bet on every 49ers quarterback until you're right. And now you want to feel good about yourself. You're like the guy that wins a church raffle after buying every ticket. Of course you won. You bought all the tickets. You're betting on every 49ers quarterback. Eventually, you're going to be right unless they never get a quarterback again. Vader says, Rob, on today's internet, you aren't allowed to be reasonable, intelligent, or analytical. Only instant hot takes based on nothing but gut feelings counts. It makes no sense, but it seems to be how it is. Well, but like, again, if you want to be critical, that's fine. If you want to say you disagree, that's fine. I like when smart people disagree. I do. I really like that. But I don't like these personal attacks, these questions of fandom and loyalty. Again, after I'm complimenting Brock Purdy, after I'm saying, hey, Brock has been really good. Every time I tweet out something nice about Brock Purdy, it's, oh, you weren't saying that in March. You weren't saying that seven months ago before the season ever started. Every single time. It's crazy. And then I got this crap. Let me see if I could pull this up real quick. This just goes to show the the real winners in this section of the fan base. And I'm sure it's not just the 49ers. Green Bean 59 this is very feminine energy. What a sexist tweet that is. What a chauvinistic tweet that is. That you equate complaining and whining and lesser with femininity. Have you ever even been with a woman? I have to question that. I mean, God damn it, man. It's unreal. It is unreal, this section of the fan base. It's crazy, and I'm tired of dealing with it, man. And I generally don't block anybody on Twitter unless they say like racist stuff or things like that because I generally don't like to let stuff like that bother me. I don't like to give people that attention, but it's been too much, man. It's Every time you compliment Brock Purdy, people come trying to bring receipts, and it's crazy. And I'm tired of it. It's ridiculous, and I'm just not going to deal with it anymore. I, I don't get what you people... You seem to derive more pleasure from trying to pull a tweet from March than you do from the team completing what is shaping up to be a historical season. Historical season. No team in pro football history has ever had a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end, all with a 1,000 yards from scrimmage. 49ers have it this year. No other team has ever done that. None of the Peyton Manning teams, none of the Tom Brady teams, the Matt Ryan team with Kyle Shanahan never did that. None of the great offenses, the greatest show on turf, none of them have ever done what the 49ers are doing this year, yet none of that's good enough for people. They want to get pleasure by trying to dunk on somebody, even though I wasn't wrong then and I'm not wrong now. What is up with that? I didn't know that that section of the 49ers fan base existed. I know there are some people that get just as much pleasure from seeing rivals lose than they do from seeing their own team win. That seems weird to me, but at least I can kind of understand that. But this is a whole different thing. This is a whole different level right now. And I just, I don't get it, man. Red Eye says 137 pound pinhead calling other peeps if they've ever been with a woman. Uh, Dude, I'm married and have two kids. So not really sure where you're going with there. Uh, I'm 140 pounds also, by the way, it's all muscle. There you go. 420 Savage says, flex those pipe cleaner arms. Oh, sorry, I'm not big and tough, man. Sorry, I'm not 300 pounds with 24-inch pythons. Guess you can't be a man unless you look like that. These people are brutal, man. It is brutal. And sorry, hate to piss you off, but guess what? I'm still going to be a Niner fan. I'm still going to be cheering the team on. I'm still going to be doing shows every single day. Going to be rooting hard. Hopefully, if the NFL approves the credential, we'll be in Vegas covering the Super Bowl, covering this team in the Super Bowl. Sorry that that gets you mad. Are you coming for anybody else, by the way? Are you up in anybody else's mentions about Brock Purdy or anything that they've ever tweeted critical about the 49ers? I'm sure there were a lot of Niner fans critical. Javon Kinlaw, he's played better than he ever has this year. Are you up in their mentions about that? Or is it just Brock Purdy?
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: And is it just about Trey Lance? Who, by the way, the only people mentioning Trey Lance right now are you people. The people like me that were rooting for Trey Lance that wanted him to do well. We're not talking about Trey Lance. Why? Because he's gone. He hasn't been a part of this team for 16 weeks. That's why we're not talking about him. You're the only one still talking about him because you hate him so much that you need to keep bringing it up. That's weird to me. That's weird. The kid never did anything wrong, yet you're the ones talking about him. Not us, man. Brother Bob is here. What's up, Brother Bob? You support us in a lot of the the, uh, streams, so shout out to you. I typically like Levin more, but peeps bitching about you makes me like you more. Well, thank you, Brother Bob. I appreciate that. I mean, I don't appreciate the leaven praise. I, I can't support that in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Ben Richards says, no way, Rob is only 140. Yes, I actually am 140 pounds. I've been 140 pounds since college. Guess what? I could eat whatever the hell I want and never gain a pound. I wouldn't have it any other way. Daniel says, people wanted Rob to compliment Brock. Then he did. And then they say, shut the F up. Just a bunch of losers. Exactly. Right, that's how this whole thing started. I didn't give Brock Purdy enough praise, and now I praise Brock Purdy, and you're still not happy. Ask yourself what's going on in your life that that is the case. You're getting exactly what you wanted. You are getting exactly what you wanted, and you're still unhappy. I don't get it, man. Candle Wilkins says I'm a Homer for the Gold Standard Podcast Network. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate it. Like and subscribe to the to the channel. I promise not all the shows are like this. Uh, this is a special show where I'm just not dealing with it on New Year's Day. Had kind of a stressful New Year's and stuff. My daughter is sick, so I just decided to to not do it, ma'am. Rick Diaz says, hey, Rob, happy New Year to you and your family. Is everything going on? Everything's OK? Yeah, we're OK. Ultimately, Brisby Life on Twitch says, just walk away, Rob. It won't take long as they probably don't have the stamina to stick with you for more than five seconds. Brother Bob, thanks for the super chat. LOL 11 praise. He's good. Happy New Year, brother. I will never admit that. Bay Marin, YouTube channel member, says, Rob, I can eat anything I want, Guerrero. Basically me before turning 40. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Everybody says, wait till you turn 40 and that won't be the case anymore. Well, guess what? I turned 39 in 10 days. So I guess I got a hell of a lot of eating to do in this last year. Anyway... I'm sorry to be such a downer today, but I just I kept seeing that in my mentions and I'm just tired of it, man. I'm tired of people getting mad when I criticize the team when they play poorly. And then when I compliment the team when they play well, they're still not happy. There's just no winning with some people. We should be happy today. We should be celebrating today. We have gotten through the regular season. We are exactly where we want to be. Number one seed locked up. The biggest health concern, the two biggest health concerns are Eric Armstead and Christian McCaffrey. And if the Niners rest, everybody could have potentially, essentially three weeks of rest for those guys before a playoff game. This is everything we've wanted as 49er fans. We don't have a quarterback controversy. We're past all that. We don't have Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. The offense is fulfilling our wildest dreams. All the expectations that we had when we would... Tweet those videos of Jimmy Garoppolo missing open wide receivers and saying, what if we could be better? That's the offense we have right now. We have everything that we want going into the playoffs. We are two home playoff victories away from the Super Bowl. And yet people want to bring this stuff up. And again, I don't care if you call me on stuff. I don't care. I I like that you call me on stuff. That's fine. But if you're going to call me on stuff, Call me on stuff I was incorrect about. And by the way, I have admitted when I was wrong many times before. I was wrong about Aaron Banks. I didn't think Aaron Banks was ever going to be anything in the National Football League. He is a solid starter in the NFL. I was wrong about that. I didn't think Talanoa Hufanga would ever be anything special in the National Football League. I didn't think he could cover. Guess what? He won an All-Pro last year. He's way better than I thought. I was wrong about Talanoa Hufanga. I've been wrong about stuff. I fully admit that. I haven't been wrong about this. This is a different thing. This is a different thing. And by the way, just like I updated my opinion on Aaron Banks and Talanoa Hufanga, you can update your opinion about the quarterback. The quarterback's just like any other position. Patrick Day. I don't always agree with you, but respect your opinions. Haters going to hate, ignore the keyboard trolls and do you go Niners. This is the only time I'm going to address it because I agree. I don't like to feed the trolls, but I hadn't really addressed it on a show specifically before. And so I figured, let me do it today so we can stop this. So we can just get past this and move on about this. Tyvo says, Hey Rob, I just want to give a shout out to you. I think you're one of the better 49ers content creators. Thumbs up. Thank you very much. Heineman says, "What about Ayuk? Brandon Ayuk is having a fantastic year. It's kind of like the same thing I said about Brock Purdy. What I said about Brandon Ayuk is, I didn't think you're going to be able to keep Ayuk and Debo. I would be totally fine with trading Brandon Ayuk because I thought his production was replaceable. Before this year, Brandon Ayuk had one thousand yard season in his career, and had never had more than eight touchdowns in a season. That's not conjecture. That is fact. Brandon Ayuk now." has 1,300 yards on the season, 300 more yards than he's ever had in any season ever in his career. And he has seven touchdowns. And oh, by the way, he's averaging four yards per catch more than he's ever averaged before in his career. He has reached a level of performance that he never played at previously. Again, that's not subjective. That's objective fact. He's never been this good. Never. You can talk to him. You can talk to Kyle. You can talk to anybody there. The Niners have said the same thing. Would I be okay with training, trading Brandon Ayuk now? I wouldn't love it. I'd have to see the return. I'd want to at least get one first round pick for him. I'll tell you that. But things have changed since I made my Brandon Ayuk opinion. He's played. We have more data. So again, I'm seeing the new data and updating my opinion. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I'm never going to stop doing that. I, I, To me, I think I owe that to you. Right? I say what I think. We play it out. If things change, I update what I think based on the reality of what has occurred. So I don't see what is so terrible about that, man. I really don't. I really don't. And speaking of trolls, by the way, there's two trolls in the chat. M Patel, who I actually don't see in here. And the other one is Jim Everett, who just likes to come in and fire up all the commenters. I see you in here, Jim. I see you. One and three against the AFC North, which is true. That's objective fact. Like, okay. But again, like, why are we spending our time? This is what you're spending your time doing. Do you, do you root for another team? Are you a Rams fan, Jim? Maybe that, maybe you're a Rams fan, which by the way, you should be happy. The Rams clinched a playoff spot. So why aren't you like in a Rams channel? Cheering about the Rams, being happy about the Rams, discussing the Rams. Can they make a run? Their offense looks good, blah, blah, blah. They just cut their kicker, all that stuff. But you're in a 49ers channel trying to rile people up. How do you get more fun out of that? What would you do if the Rams win the Super Bowl? Would you like not care? Would you go in a 49ers channel and like try and troll people? That seems just weird to me. (laughs) E Herbo says, The Rams channel, does that exist? Yes, it does. There's actually some really good Rams channels that are out there. Jake Ellen Bogan has a great Rams channel. Um if you want to check that one out. If you're looking for one, if you want to do some opposition research. There's there's other good content creators out there. They're absolutely I'm seeing some people talking about Grant Cohn a lot, right? People don't like Grant Cone. Grant Cone gets a lot of crap from 49ers fans. And you all know I don't agree with everything Grant says. We have a show every Wednesday. I go back and forth with Grant about stuff here's the problem, I think, with some fans. And it's, it's not necessarily their fault. Other than Grant, the coverage of the 49ers is extremely positive from everybody. Kawakami, Mayoko, Barrows, Jennifer Lee Chan, to name a few. Not all. Certainly there's way more, but a few of the 49ers' biggest beat writers. It's overwhelmingly positive. Grant has been the only negative only beat writer that's ever willing to say anything negative about the 49ers. Does he say too much negative about the 49ers? Yeah. Does he troll people sometimes? Yes, he does. But the fact remains, he is one, the only 49ers beat writer willing to ask any semblance of a difficult question. And two, the only one that ever criticizes the team that has led a lot of 49er fans to automatically equate anything negative with the team with Grant Cohn. Oh, you're Grant Cohn. Grant Cohn's rubbing off on you. Like, first of all, I've been negative about my teams for I have before I ever met Grant Cohn, Okay. That's just how I am. I criticize them when they are not good. I think we that's our right as fans is to criticize them when they're not good. But because he's been the only negative voice, I feel like it has kind of skewed the perception among some 49er fans about what, what you have to be to cover the 49ers, what you have to be to become a 49ers fan. And look, I get it. Everybody loves positive coverage. If you want to gain clout on social media and online, be positive about your team. Nothing gets you clout faster than that. Go look. Go look at the people that are negative about the 49ers all the time or the majority of the time, and go look at the people that say nothing but positive things about the 49ers. Who has the bigger channels? Who has more followers on Twitter? Go look. It is not close. The fastest way, if I just wanted to be a troll or or just be contrarian and just gain clout and get clicks, It's not being negative. It's being positive. And people don't want to admit that because they like positive. They like affirmation. They want to think everything is good all the time. They want to think that they should have hope and all that stuff. And I get that, man. I totally get that. We all want our teams to be good. But that's just not reality. And you don't need me to tell you nothing but good things. You can do that yourself. I look at it as my responsibility to to call out everything. Call out the good stuff. Call out the bad stuff. I'm a fan, of course, but I also have 15 plus years in the sports media business. I have 15 plus years of experience in the sports media business. I learned how the league works from some of the best insiders in the business. So I also think I have a perspective that maybe some people don't have that haven't had those experiences. And if I don't use that experience to call out what I see, then I'm doing a disservice to you then I'm not of value to you. I don't provide anything of value to you if I don't do that. That's how I see it. And so sometimes my coverage is critical and negative. Yeah, it is. And sometimes it's positive. And sometimes it starts out negative and becomes positive or vice versa, by the way. When Jimmy Garoppolo started his five games, I was sitting there like, damn, we may have something here. This guy looked good with the Patriots. He looked good with the 49ers. We got weapons around him. He's going to have a full season to learn the offense. I was like, oh man, we could have our franchise guy. And then what happened? Of course, Jimmy got hurt, but then he came back, got to the Super Bowl, but we saw what happened in the Super Bowl. We saw a lot of the games that he played and we ultimately came to the conclusion and the 49ers did too, that he wasn't the guy. The 49ers made Jimmy Garoppolo the highest paid player in the history of football. And then they traded three first round picks to go get his replacement. So if you want to bang on me for flip-flopping and changing my position, why aren't you banging on the 49ers for doing the exact same thing? When they got more data, they changed their opinion. That's how life works. Yet it's okay for the Niners to do that, not okay for me to do it. Are you banging on the Niners because they went away from Trey Lance and they went to Brock Purdy? No, you're praising the 49ers for doing that. Guess what? The 49ers got more information. They made the move. I don't think they have enough information on Trey Lance, and I've said that, and that's been my position. They think they do, but regardless, they're doing the same thing you're banging on me for doing. And I don't hear people criticizing the team. So, again, I don't need to belabor the point. I don't want to keep repeating myself, but holy crap, man. I'm tired of it. It's the last time I'm going to address it. Uh, thank you for putting up with me and for listening to the rant. I hope everybody has a great new year. Like I said, it's a great freaking time to be a 49ers fan. They're kicking ass. They're dominating people. They're the number one seed. They're the favorite in the NFC to get to the Super Bowl. And then in the one game Super Bowl, they got as good a shot as anybody. And in fact, I think honestly, there's only a few teams that really scare me in the AFC. Even the Browns don't scare me with Joe Flacco and all that. Like, no, I, th- I would rather play the Browns and the Ravens. 100% rather play the Browns than the Ravens. Joe Flacco's played well, but he's also turned it over a lot. I'll take that over Lamar Jackson any day of the week. So we'll see. We're going to see how Kyle manages everything the rest of the way. We're going to see how the 49ers' health shapes up. And we are in for two home games. The 49ers don't leave the Pacific time zone the rest of the season. No matter what happens, good, bad, or ugly, they ain't leaving the Pacific time zone again. That's another thing working in their favor. So I hope everybody has a good year. Hope everybody had a good New Year's last night. Enjoy this 49ers run that we're on. Like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. Click the bell and you'll know every time we go live. Um, If you're just joining us, we also do a 49ers in 5 daily update every weekday morning just to get you up to date on everything happening with the team. It's got press conference clips and statistics and injury reports and everything in there to keep you in the know. So you can listen to it while you drink your morning coffee or drive to work or whatever. Um, but if you're, if you're here, that's some of the stuff that we offer. I'm going to try and get some guests for everybody in this. I don't want to call it a dead period. Cause it's not, but we've got a little opportunity to take a breather here. So I'm going to try and get some of the guests that I know to come on the channel. Um, just to try and give you something different that maybe some of the other 49ers content creators aren't giving you. So Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. Go Niners.
1: Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.